So we can just imagine, uh, as Matthew was kind of like writing his gospel book, thinking to himself, I'm going to include this particular story of my conversion so that one day, if I become a saint, the church will use this story, and now I have something that I can leave for the people to look into as they would celebrate my feast day, which is exactly what happened uh, in our gospel today. But today, as we celebrate the feast of St. Matthew, uh, the author of the first gospel of our New Testament, uh, apostle and evangelist, uh, he brings us, or the church brings us, to the story of his conversion, to the beginning of his journey towards sanctity and sainthood. And we all know, or maybe a lot of us know, the background about Matthew, and he emphasized it in his uh, gospel today. He was a tax collector. And the reason he emphasized this is because he wants to show truly what kind of a scum he was to the eyes of the Jewish people. People like him, tax collectors, were hated more than the Roman soldiers and people of the Roman Empire that come to take over Jerusalem because they feel like these kinds of Jews, the tax collectors who work for the Roman Empire, betrayed their own kind. They were like turncoats. So, so they were truly looked upon with such deep hatred and such indignation. And so I think we can imagine St. Matthew kind of getting used to that, just kind of starting to look at himself too as in the same way that people look at him as a scumbag, as somebody that truly kind of put himself down, somebody that's truly hated by the world. And then one day, Jesus comes. And he saw Jesus looking at him and Jesus coming to him. And probably he has already heard about this Jesus who uh, not only makes miracles and healings, but who also have kind of argued and won against uh, arguments with Pharisees and with all of those people who feel very important in society. And here comes Jesus walking towards him. And we can imagine what's going on in his mind as Jesus was coming to him. Probably has one of two questions in his mind. He's probably trying to think, is Jesus coming to me because he sees me as a corrupt tax collector and is going to reprimand me and is going to you know, uh, condemn me for the acts that I've done? Or does Jesus sees me as somebody that, can st that still has hope for conversion, that still has hope for transformation? Does Jesus sees me as somebody that needs to be punished or somebody that still carries the image of the Father within me that still can come out and shine and become a better person? And we all know what the answer to those questions are because when Jesus approached him, he said, follow me. He did not say any condemning words. He did not tell him to stop doing this or stop doing that. He just told him, follow me. Which means that he's calling Matthew to respond, not just with his thoughts, not just with his feeling, but with his whole self, including the part of him that's a corrupt tax collector, to follow Jesus. And not only that, so when he was asked to follow him, Matthew got up and followed him. But there's also another interesting thing happening in that because of some play with words there. Because the words that Matthew used, Matthew got up, the words got up is the same word that is used when Jesus was resurrected. The same word, rise. And what biblical scholars are saying is that when Matthew got up and followed him, that not only did he literally got up and follow him, but that he got up, he rose from his old self, transformed, being a better person, experiencing greater goodness in his own life. And truly to have more testament to how the Lord has transformed him, that when the image of the Father shone in his life, that not only did it bring goodness in him, 
but it allowed the goodness that he experienced to reach out to others as well and to draw them to the Father, to draw them to Jesus Christ. And I think as we reflect upon this particular gospel today, Matthew is inviting us to reflect upon it, not just as his conversion story, but as our story. Because we, like Matthew, are also, going, are also being called to a continuing conversion in our lives. Not just that first conversion where we truly feel that love of God and wants to follow him, but every day he wants to call us to conversion. Because like Matthew, God sees in us the image of the Father. And Jesus believes that there's still, we can still become better. He can still make us better and better every day in our lives. And so that's the, what the Feast of St. Matthew is all about. It's to inspire us, to let Matthew tell us that if God can do immense things, great things to him, he can do it with us as well. So today as we give thanks to God for the gift of St. Matthew and his gospel, and as we uh, allow ourselves to be inspired by his story, may we let Matthew also guide us so that in the same way that he was called to follow him and experience greater things, we too will experience that in our own lives because God calls us in the same way he calls Matthew.